eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! Time to Monday. What's up, Al? How are you doing? Oh, hi, Jerry. Good, Good day. Pump. I thought it was not a bad way to get the week going. Oh, uh, yeah, not bad. The Monday shows are always a little bit strange to me just because be. uh, everyone's sleep schedule's off and everyone's just getting back into the groove, Jerry. I have found a good – this is now three weeks in a row, so I think maybe I have found a system. I am now waking myself up on Sundays at 5 a.m. Right. Now, I don't know that I would sleep – a whole lot later than anyway, but I've had some Sundays where I get up at 7.30, maybe 7.45. But I have found if I get myself up by 5, I have no problem getting to sleep on Sunday night. Yeah, I had a big problem this weekend because uh, Sunday was the Belmar St. Patrick's Day parade for some reason that way early. Sounds just not fun. I'm so sorry. I had a couple beers during the day. So then I came home and um, laid down on the bed and uh, woke up at uh, 6 o'clock. Oh, you took an afternoon nap? Yeah. Oh, killer. So were you killer. at midnight, at least, 11 o'clock? I uh, laid down at 9. I saw 10, 11, and around 12. And yet you're quite chipper today. But I'm going to crash at some point. Yeah. Hopefully not my car on the ride home, but at some point, Jerry. Why are you been in such a good mood, though? Um, Sleep deprived today, and uh, you couldn't I don't know. tell. I don't know, Jerry. I'm just, a lot of people will say this about me. I'm just happy. Could I'm just you always a happy point guy. one of those people out to me? Yeah. I'm one of the uh, that would say that about me. Yeah, because they don't exist well, here. It's a lot of jealousy here, so probably someone here wouldn't say it. But in general, people say that's a guy who quote loves life, hmm. and that's how I want to be remembered. I've never said Jerry. that about you. You've never said I'm a guy who loves life. No, hmm. you like living. You're into that, but and, the day to day operations of life okay, I find annoy you more than you enjoy. That's them. true. And uh, I patted myself on the back with this tweet earlier today. Uh, marks the beginning of uh, year 17 for me at uh, CBS Radio in New York. Mm. Now, I walk around very cocky about that, yet here around FAN, yourself included, there are many people with much longer tenures. Yes. You're one of them. 20. 20 years. I passed 20 years this January and did not tweet about it. Oh. Well... Erica Herskowitz did. I did retweet that. I did see that. Yes. Eh, so that you did true. retweet. Well, I thing. didn't put it out there. She did. 
She That's an me accomplishment in, in this in uh, by the way this day and age. It is. I'm say, not sure Jerry. I'm going to see 21. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yes. We well, will. when I talk to the new people, I'll tell them that I really do need you as a podcast partner. There's some um, weird stuff going on around here. Oh, in the business. Yes. I see. Read Richard Deich today, and read who's our friend Jason Barrett. Yes. Who does? I Richard guess Deich used to be uh, uh, PD in yeah. this business. Now has himself a consulting business, and he just wrote a big thing about. Anchors are on the way out. Boat anchors? Uh, that would be good. No, I mean sports anchors. Oh, sports anchors. Yeah, we I did are a see, dying breed. I saw that KNBR, a big San Francisco station, dropped all of their sports update guys. There's actually a lot of stations that are yeah. doing that now. They're going heavy on the talk shows, and they don't, they're having the hosts. If something happens, oh, here, by the way, this just in. They'll tell you, you move on. Well, good thing uh, you also do the warm-up show and the post-game podcast and a very lengthy um, very involved update during the show. You think that'll save me I do. when the cuts come? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you're... Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's right, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, here's something for you. Something called adulting classes. Hold on. Let me see if yes. I can get what this is. All right. It's for millennials, Jerry. It's called adulting this classes. This is either one of three things. All right. I don't think it's the first, but I'll say how to bounce back from an affair. All right. I will say how to be a good parent, mm-hmm. or I want to say three, how to transition from being a goofball into an adult. It's uh, classes and- that they find that millennials don't know how to do things adults should know how to do. No. Such as do the laundry, change a flat tire. You have to go to classes for this? Well, they do have classes that they're setting up for this. Adulting. And people go? Life skills. Mm-hmm. Life, what does that mean, life skills? Life skills, Talking like, uh, here we go, like ranging from uh, personal finance, job hunting, cooking, doing handiwork. Existing. Existing. Huh. So, I tell you, there's a class for everything Adulting. There you really could be, You could be a teacher for this. I could not, because I don't know I how could. to do some of those things. I could teach them how to fix the tires. Yeah, definitely. You're, def- you're a big tire guy, how to sure. How to change your flat tire in 10 minutes or less. All I right. could do that class. I could do how to change your flat tire if you had most of the day <laughs> to do it. That I could help you with. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> here's uh, here's one I wanted to get your take. Jerry, I wanted to get your take on this. This is Mesa, Arizona. Uh, two drug suspects were busted uh, with marijuana, methamphetamine, and several stolen boxes of Pepperidge Farm items. Now... Were you a big Pepperidge Farm guy? I like the goldfish. Okay. Big fan of the Pepperidge Farm goldfish. Yes. And I like the, I don't know what they're called, the cookies that have the chocolate in the middle. Milano's. Yes. Those two things. Yes. Fantastic. When I was a kid, it was a special treat when my parents would, or my mom, when she'd go to ShopRite, she would get the Pepperidge Farm chocolate layer cake. And okay. it would go in the refrigerator. Sure. And then you'd take it out. And the kids, we would fight over, and there were three children, plus my father and mother. Everyone wanted a corner piece because that had icing on multiple sure. sides. Yeah. But that was delicious. The Pepperidge Farm I chocolate layer cake. I just have never been a big, uh, I don't like cake. Oh, I love cake. I don't know when people say I don't like eat cake. I don't like cake or cookies. Like, what are you talking about? I l- Listen, I don't know anybody that doesn't like cookies. But cake to me... Like, as long as I can remember, the only cake that I would ever want for my birthday is, like, a Duncan Hines vanilla cake and then the chocolate icing. I said, I don't want anything else. Like, like a bakery sheet cakes cake, to they me. call it? What's that? Sheet cake? 
No. Like I, one layer? Yeah, just the one layer. And it's literally just the, the vanilla cake and then the chocolate icing. I don't I don't like and ice cream cake isn't really cake. It's ice I cream. I agree. So throw that out the window because that's fantastic, but that doesn't count. That's not cake. That's ice cream. I, I don't understand the lore of bakery cakes. They look great. Eh. I have to eat them. I remember we spent a fortune on our cake for our wedding. Then we ate it. It was like, eh, okay, whatever. Where are you uh, when it comes to brownies? I like brownies. You do. I, but we never have them in the house. That's so. like a cake cookie hybrid. Agreed. I, I, I would agree with that. I don't look at a brownie as cake, though. Okay. I just don't. So cookies I like, although I try not to eat them no more, no more than two every other day. That's my treat. Two cookies. Two cookies every other day. Where would you put the Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies in the, the grand scheme Mount of things? Rushmore I don't want to go cookies. Mount Rushmore of cookies. <laughs> I want to say, where do you, are, are those high up? Like, um, I like them. I wouldn't say they're high up. Right. I mean, I would take a Vienna Finger, an Oreo, and a Chips Ahoy over them. What about those uh, Nilla wafers? Don't like them. Don't like they them. They do nothing for me. Hmm. I do like a Nilla wafer. You could put them in the, in the pantry, and I will stare at them and never take them the out. The pantry. Yeah, there's nothing for me. Jerry, check out my pantries. Um, here's an interesting one for With your you. fiancé. My fiancé. <laughs> uh, this comes to us from Austin, Texas. I've been there. Really? Yes. I slept there one night. What's the downtown area like? I hear it's Oh, cool. I don't know. I was only there for one day. Oh, you were there one day for a Rutgers game? No, I was there for Cowboys-Giants playoff game in ah, 2007 right. or eight, whatever that was. And I had to fly home from Austin in order to get back on with Mike and the Mad Dog at 5 p.m. on Monday. So the Giants lost that game or the Cowboys no, no, lost the game? Giants won that oh, game. Oh, the Giants won that one. They should not have, but they did. They went on to win the goddamn Super Bowl. Which uh, Super Bowl? The first one where they beat the Patriots. Oh, the first, uh, 2007. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went all the way well, to Dallas. Well, the 2006 season? No, 2007 season. I flew day of game. For Is that, that right, Jerry? game, and then flew back at 6 a.m. the next morning for them to lose. And a big loss. Yeah. Well, Sucks I take me. you to Austin, Texas, where there's another loser. <laughs> a woman reported a man outside her window having sex with a fence. <laughs> No, I didn't think you'd say that. Yes. <laughs> yep. What does that even mean? He's just popping it in between well, the chain link? A 32-year-old uh, man was arrested for indecent exposure after he was seen exposing himself and making lewd gestures in this uh, complex. Caller told police she was looking out her window and saw the man, her neighbor, she recognized him, urinating on the side of the fence that separates their property. The woman started videotaping him with her phone. The man saw her and decided. Now, he saw a woman videotaping. He didn't decide, oh, I should get out of here. He went he, the other way. He got completely naked. Let's hump the fence. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. He put his, uh, hmm. well, first he put his mouth on the chain link fence and stuck his tongue through it. Then he began. Now, hold on. I could see that being funny. Like, right. All right, she's going to take me and do one of those stupid things. All good so far. Continue. It sounds like he was just preparing the fence to um, have relations with it because then that's what he did. Do you realize what the, how stupid that sounds? Yeah. The woman showed uh, police several photos and videos that she took. Now, that would go on his record, right? Oh, his permanent record. How Jerry. would that, like, if you have a permanent record... And you go for a job, and someone does a background check yeah. on you. That's going to pop up how? Uh, had, had 
sexual relations with a chain No, it's going to come up as uh, charged with exposure, which is what he was charged with. Oh. Now, if you were doing the interviewing, Jerry, you'd say, we did a background check on you. It says here you were charged with exposure. Now, maybe he would go, oh, no, no, no. I was simply having sex with a fence. Because <laughs> that's better. Yes. Uh, now, you're this is going to probably throw you off, but uh, when police arrived, they found out this gentleman was intoxicated. You're kidding me. He wow, was uh, a bail for having sex with a fence is set at $2,500. Wow, what a waste of 2500 bucks! Assuming yeah. he actually paid the bail and got out. Yep. That's, that's real, the hump and get out. <laughs> hump and get out. And it was a chain link fence. Did he scrape his uh, unit? It does not say Doesn't there were say. any injuries. No one hurt other than so this really, uh, woman. It was ghosting sex. Uh, what does that mean? There's nothing in front of him. Oh, nothing in front of him, yes. There's really no, he's thrusting, but there's no feel to it. Yeah. There was a show on, like, it was either A&E or uh, the TLC channel a couple years back it was where people were would fall in love with inanimate objects and have relations with them. There was a man who fell in love with and married his car. I think we did a podcast on this. A whole podcast? Uh, at least a segment of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it, it, it comes up in the news every now and then, yes. as it has this time in some... That's really strange sort of way and sad. Yeah, that's uh, kind of strange. Kind of strange. And then this uh, something kind of strange. Spotify, which Spotify. You're not a. I'm a big Spotify fan. Oh, I've become big on the Amazon Prime music. All right. Well, Spotify announced that it has 50 million paid subscribers. At what? Ten dollars a month? Yeah, ten bucks a month. Pretty good. That's five (laughs) hundred million dollars a month. That Al doesn't suck. That does not suck. It's pretty good. I don't understand people who wouldn't have this. I don't have it. It's got almost every musical thing you could possibly want right at your fingertips. Now, now this Amazon me... Music you have, like if I want to play the entire Born in USA album by Bruce Springsteen, I can. Yep. Okay. So it's a very similar thing. Very similar. I don't know Spotify. I've never had it. I've always been one. I am not paying for music. Right. Because I've got, you can find it anywhere. Um, but... As part of the Amazon Prime membership, I get it, and I sit there and say, all right, now I get it. Right. And <laughs> now I go. see why it's it's great. And it's just, you just plug it into your phone. And you know what amazes me so much is how little data it takes. For streaming audio? Yeah. Like, I did it for an entire bus ride from Rutgers to Penn State. I listened to all sorts of, I, literally, and I'm not even kidding, I listened to music from Frank Sinatra to Eminem to the Chili Peppers, to Pink, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Mike. I was all over the place just listening to different genres because for four hours you got some time to kill. And I was kind of experimental because I wanted to see how badly I used up my data. And I was like .09, you know, when you look at it. So it's been great. I use it every day now when I'm out. I had my kids listening to Linkin Park yesterday. You're a big Linkin Park guy. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. But I rediscovered them the other day. And the point is I plug the phone in now, uh, you know, a lot of times. Now, you brought this up the other day on this podcast about Linkin Park, and some guy wrote to me and said they suck. Yes, I got that too. Yes. Oh, he sent to you as well? Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Okay. Linkin it was Park only one sucks. guy, though. By the way, I disagree, but that's fine. It was only one guy. It wasn't like... 50 guys wrote to us Matter and said Linkin Park Actually, sucks. Actually, I got a lot of people that were in support of it. One guy was like, you know, welcome back to the party. Where have you been? They're one of the most underrated bands. I happen to agree with them. I can't get over how many popular songs they have. If you're in the right. And I love that you played Belly this morning, Feed the yes. Tree. I, I have that CD at home still. And I bought it specifically for that song. And I remember when I popped the rest of the CD, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm trying to find 90s 
alternative songs where bands had one or two hits only, and I'm trying to get those in the mix. Gotta have it. That's a Tommy Lugauer reference right there. Uh, in the mix, gotta have it, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Jerry, are you a uh, guy who likes uh, finan- financial talk? I do sometimes, yes. I so, like Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. I like him, yeah. So I've heard that name for years just because sure. he's been on the radio for mm-hmm. a very long time, a uh, financial guy. Uh, and my girlfriend was listening to his podcast over the weekend, and we were in the car, and I was really enjoying it. He's great. Really great. I like financial guys that aren't selling anything. I like him. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Better than I ought to be or better, better than I should be or yeah. something like that. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good. So are you a, are you a guy that has a budget? Yes. Do you have well, the budget I mean, in your head or do you have it written down like, here's my monthly budget? Here's what we do. I take a set of bills. My wife takes a set of bills. Her responsibility to pay those, my responsibility to pay the other ones. And that's what we do. So I know... What is due every month? Let's put it that way. But if you want to go to dinner, do you go, okay, let me check the budget no. and take that out of the dinner budget? No, we should. We spend a lot more money than we should. Right. I always tell my wife, we live too expensive of a life in terms of we don't save. as You know, it's a weird thing. You talk about saving a lot of money in your paycheck. We have money goes to a 529. We've got money that goes to school tuition. We've got money that goes to uh, tutoring. We've got this. We've got that. Money we don't even see. It just gets automatically paid out. So we're saving money. She takes a lot of money out of her paycheck for a 401k, but we don't save as much cash as we probably should right. because we spend too much of it. Yeah, but here's the thing. So I was listening to callers to this show. Uh, he took he did one hour where he was just talking to millionaires. Okay. So these are people that uh, that um, where you have a million dollars in savings and assets. Okay. Um, That's a, that actually makes you a millionaire? It really? does, which I didn't think was... So if you have 500 grand wow. in a 401k and you have a house paid off, you're almost wow. up there. Yeah, it, I was, how I was cool surprised. How does it feel now to know you're a millionaire, Al? Well, I am not a millionaire, oh. but he was taking calls from these people and he was asking them all how they became millionaires. And a lot of the people did not make a ton of money mm-hmm. in their life, but they were all like, well, we don't go to dinner. We don't go on vacations. We don't go... And he's like, oh, great. But at some point, I'm like, at what point are you enjoying life? You're not. I totally agree with you. Because I feel like I spend too much money on the weekends going out to dinners and lunch and breakfast, all that stuff. But what else would I be doing? Right. You can sit there and make dinner and you end up in a routine that's just boring as hell. Right. I agree. It's, It's interesting to have this conversation because I know people, some that are relatively close to me, um, that live their life like that. They do not ever do anything. And I mean, they haven't had a vacation in, I would say, 16 or 17 years. They won't get on a plane, God forbid. Their vacation would be, and this is fine. If this is how you want to live your life, go ahead. Their vacation would be a one-day day trip on a Saturday in the summer. And that's it. They don't go anywhere. They don't order out. They have a specific amount of money they buy at the supermarket, and they save a ton. Now, They'll get to retirement, and that's great. And they'll have a fortune that they can live their last 10, 12, 15, maybe 20 years. That's wonderful. What have you done with your last 50, though? Right. Like you've enjoyed nothing. If that's you, God bless you. Enjoy it. That's why we're all different. I'll deal with retirement later. And by the way, we are saving for it. We've got that going, too. The the stupid, uh, what's it called, that I have? God damn. Well, the retirement thing, not the 401K, the other thing. IRA? Yes. That piece of crap that doesn't earn nearly as much as it's supposed to, although with the stock market right now it's doing better. But that's a big waste of my effing time too. Um, Long story short, 
I'll worry about retirement later. I may not have as much as I probably could have, but God, I've had a lot of fun. I'm 43 right now, and we, me and my wife have done more than a lot of people we know. And I think that's a good thing. Right. Otherwise, how many times can you go outside and say, I'm going to go swimming in my boring pool in my backyard? It's fun once in a while. Not every day. Right? Yes, I'm with you, Jerry. I got to get out of the house. I don't want to watch TV and have these stupid devices on. And I, come on, go do something. Let's go out to dinner. When he talks about trying to get people out of debt. Sure. And uh, he, he always says, pay the smallest debts off first, because then you feel like you're doing something. And pay the minimum for everything else until that right. first one is paid off. Yes, and then I'm move on to the next that. one. I don't like doing that. You don't? I don't. I, that, st- I do that for like a month. Yeah. And then the next month will come by and I'll be like, boy, look at the interest. I didn't do anything on that one. And then I'm all over the place. Yeah. You know. So there you go, Dave. There's a shout out to Dave Ramsey. I like Dave Ramsey's show a yeah, lot. I do, it was a I while. Well. He was on from in New York from one to three, I think. I forget what station. And I would literally listen to it for two hours. I would go to my I would go to my kids' school and sit in the parking lot and listen to it for an hour and a half. Just because it I was I had nowhere to go. Yeah. And it stopped me from drooling on myself and falling asleep in oh, the parking lot. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you're close to being a millionaire then, I guess, based on the Dave Ramsey. Whatever you want to say. All right, Jerry. Uh, here's a um, study done by the Journal of Evolution and Human Behavior. And it found that women... like Eight men? No, almost. That women like the smell of sweat on a man and that they prefer a frowning guy over a smiling guy. Well, that comes back to the whole theory of a woman likes a bad guy, right? Exactly. And that they do bring that up. A woman likes a bad guy. The study urges that men furrow their brows and frown, not smile at women. A separate study from the Journal of Neuroscience found that women become sexually aroused when they smelled male sweat. And they had increased heartbeats and increased level of uh, their hormone cortisol. So how about that? So are you going to start doing like manly stuff around the house on the weekends? If I sense uh, my girlfriend's not being attracted to me, I will start sweating more and not uh, showering as much. Let me ask you this. Do you and your girlfriend exercise together? We do. A lot or I mean, on the weekends, right? Yeah, we go to the gym together, but but we don't do our exercises anywhere near each other. Oh, okay. So you just you basically car share. (laughs) Right. We go to the gym together. She does cardio, which I do zero cardio. I do weights. She does zero weights. So you really, you go to the gym, but you're not working out together. Go to the gym, I always not wonder, out like, There was a while, me and my wife were um, doing cardio together at a place. Not every day. She would go on whatever it was, Mondays and Thursdays. I was going on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But we would go, one of those four, we would actually go together and work in the same class together. And then we would go on Saturdays together. I got to tell you, I thought it was really good for the relationship. You have a common bond, and you're actually doing something relatively yes. good for each other. And I thought that was—I know your—I know your girlfriend is very into physical fitness. I didn't know if you guys did that. We do, um, but I don't like hanging out by the cardio area because a lot of people smell like garlic over there. That's because they're sweating it out. Yeah. So women. Disgusting. So basically, we've learned women like the smell of sweaty garlic. Sweaty garlic on guys and a frown. You know when they'll sometimes say. Turn that frown upside down. Don't. Don't. No, exactly. Do not. Keep it a frown. Turn that smile upside down. That's what you got to so do. So it's good news for single guys going on the prowl. Don't shower and Ugh. don't be happy. 
It's disgusting. Women will not be able to resist you. Mm. By, by the way, that and a dollar will get you a dollar. Good luck with that. Oh. I'd like to see that in action. Hmm. I don't think so. You're out of stuff. I can see it in your I'm face. out of material right now, Jerry, no for the more. podcast. I've got nothing left here. How would we fill an hour, do you think? An if hour? If we had to do an oh, hour. Oh, I'd have to expand on all of the all of the uh, things Well, why don't you expand now? Because you want to get to all the dumb topics we talk about? Yeah, well, sometimes I yeah, I like to move it along sometimes. I don't know. Yes. Just to keep it quick, this is a quicker podcast. If I had to milk it and stretch for a couple hours, definitely, Jerry. Uh, I want to make something clear to all you. Right. To me. I saw your little tweet about people that like to brag about their busy schedules in yes. the next podcast. I am not one of those. That tweet came out about a half hour after I showed you my baseball schedule, if you remember. Well, that was just dumb luck. Oh, was it dumb luck? <laughs> 100%. Because that, by the way, was not gloating. That was, I swear, the next time I hear Boomer or Craig say, I go home, because they do that to us all the time, that we like to go home and do nothing. When it couldn't be further from the truth, you or me, Eddie maybe. You or me, not true. I right. don't like that. I go I, home I, and I'll uh, play the piano and do laundry. So I'm well, very busy. Well, I'm more busy. on weekends. You're, very, you're oh, a lot weekends. busier than you very are busy. So My father brought that up to me the other day. He said, uh, how about Jerry telling people you're not so boring? See that? On now, the by the way, I've got new fans. Don't yeah. The my Dukes parents. Like, the Dukes like me. First of all, the fact that my parents are both over 70, that they figured out how to listen to a podcast. I think that's great. I mean, how would they possibly know how to do that? Because it's not that hard. You follow the link I put out there and right. you click play as opposed to the nonsense you do. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're doing. Got to go to iTunes and sign in. You need Apple F that. I'm tweeting iTunes how about links. This? Press play. Oh, Works right. That's so much better. That would also work well. Have a great day. Right, Warm up now. Oh, Jerry. So it's the Boomer and Carton Warm Up Show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning. It's Monday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? All right, good weekend? Yeah, all good, yes. Yeah, all good. You watched the Mets this weekend at all? I did not watch the Mets, but I uh, was reading lots about the Mets. Reading a lot. Now, I actually watched some of the Yankees yesterday and some of the Mets. The Yankees, you know, they pitched well, which was good. The Mets, Cespedes hits a bomb early on in this game. He comes out, which is fine. I don't think anything unusual. Played a few innings, all good. At the end of Terry Collins' press conference, though, he actually revealed why he took him out. He was asked a question about Curtis Granderson. I guess Granderson injured his thumb Thursday. And so he said, yeah, he's fine. He'll be okay. And he goes, oh, and by the way, he just kind of offered this. You explain to me what this means exactly. Eddie? I took Sess out. Sess, he, he thought his uh, quad was starting his, his little hip was starting to tighten up a little bit, I'm sure, due to the wind. <laughs> What does that mean? Due to the wind. How does the wind have anything to do with your quad or your hip? Ah, uh, that was, uh, you've been on uh, windy days, Jerry, <laughs> no, no, where no, the no. car will sometimes be I, thrown around the highway because how windy I it is. I have never injured a quad or a hip because of the wind. Due to the wind. Nor has any athlete ever been injured because of the wind. I like that he just had that ready to go as if that were something He volunteered that, it. And like, that's an... Uh, Regular excuse that you would use for getting injured. And then he, like, doubles down and says it again. Might have tightened up in the wind, so I got him out of there. Because <laughs> it, was, it was a really dangerous situation. Now, there were hurricane-tight winds. No, there weren't. We could scratch uh, Cespedes for all games against uh, the Cubs this year. The, <laughs> they call that the, the no Windy wiggly. City. 
You know, it's funny. I was I said to Harris when I came in, I was stunned that the back page wasn't, you know, the sky is falling, Cespedes hurts his quad in the wind, and it was just more of a passing mention. Or back headline should have been Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. And Cespedes <laughs> grabbing his I'll quad. Use, but that's Thank what you, these Eddie. papers do. Yeah. It's just bizarre. So and you then, have that. And then I didn't like this, uh, a Zach Wheeler quote that I saw. I don't, don't like, take the bait on this. I am taking don't the bait on this. Don't take the bait. I'm saying you never – I'm the type of guy that would play scared. Thus, I'm not a professional athlete. Yes. But a professional athlete should not play scared. Yeah, he's not playing scared. And Wheeler says, quote, Jerry – I know the quote. I kind of feel like I'm waiting for a setback. Read the rest of the quote. Well, I cut it off. <laughs> you idiot. I cut it off right there. That's, I said, But you have to read – this is the problem with – and you know what? I'm part of that, too. What we do here, what newspapers do to sell a story, if you read the entire quote, he feels good, he's excited, but you know what? I haven't pitched in what feels like forever. Yes. We've had so many problems. Sure, I kind of feel like I'm waiting for a setback. And then he kind of goes on to how his spring has been, uh, you know, um, it's been great. And But we take that one little line. Right. And we highlight it, and we just throw it out there. Like you just did. Well, let me ask you this, Jerry. Let's say Wheeler's out there and all of a sudden the wind. <laughs> no, then we have a problem. Then what do we do? <laughs> By the way, I have no idea at that point. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a little quiz. All right. Because I saw this. <laughs> so Tim Tebow is going to play this week. Now, he's going to get into, it looks like, two games. And part of this, you've got a lot going on this week. The World Baseball Classic and the Mets have lost or are losing a maximum of 14 players uh, that will be going to play for other countries. And you've got split squad games this week, which means you need bodies. So because of all that, Craig will get his wish. Tim Tebow will play in a couple of games this week, Wednesday and Friday. He also did an interview with People Magazine in which he said he would like to adopt a child from every continent. Oh, okay. To where then I sat there and said... Seven continents, yeah. dummy, there are seven continents. Could you name them? I forgot one. All right. I wrote them down. Go. North America, South America... Australia, Africa, Antarctica. Nice. How many I got left? Two? Two more. I, hmm. <laughs> I said Australia. You did already. You can't say it twice. I don't know. What are the other two? Europe and Asia and the subcontinent, oh, India. Oh, we didn't ask for the subcontinent. I is he going to get a subcontinent? Is he adopting a subcontinent? I don't know if he is, but yes, it took me a minute. I actually, uh, I stumbled on Africa. You stumbled on Asia and uh, Europe. So Europe. There you go. The he smaller. Like, I hit. I stumbled on the smaller continent. Whatever. So yeah, Asia, that's fine. Europe. Would you ever adopt? Forget kids from. Have you ever thought of that? Of adopting? It's got to be very difficult to do one and two to take them from different parts of the world. I mean, this guy is something special. I didn't plan on adopting. Then I read our. Uh, employee manual here you get something like six weeks off even if i just adopt that a, is correct adopt really? a child. that's right adopting a child correct right. and i so i want to adopt a 25 year old who already has his own million dollar internet business yeah, that's my plan put him to work for you yeah, yeah i don't see myself much of an adoption i i can't even pull the trigger to adopt a dog <laughs> or a parrot or a parrot because you want this bird the problem for anybody that doesn't know al and i do this podcast and he has revealed there's an african gray is that yes. the bird that from the continent. Like, right, that, right, that he would like to uh, bring into his home. The problem is the bird's going to outlive him. Yes. And that's a problem. 
And by the way, I happen to agree with you because then what do you do with the bird? Who I'll, gets the bird? I'll will him to you when I pass. <laughs> I'm not going to have you much more your, time after <laughs> you. A 90-year-old Jerry Recco. Uh, I, I, by the way, I don't want the taking bird. Taking care of my African gray parrot. You keep the bird. I don't mm. want the bird. Uh, one more before we take a break. Did All you right. see? So Jerry Jones meets the media. I think it was Saturday night. How long do you think he sat down with the media for? Short time, probably to, uh, but there was a rumor about some sort of Kirk Cousins three-way right. dance with Tony Romo. So how long do you think this lasted? Uh, 15 minutes. 70. 70. He sat down with the media for 70 minutes, so I'm going through it now as we speak. But one of the things that was brought to his attention was I guess there was some sort of a rumor or report about the Redskins and 49ers and maybe the Cowboys in this three-way deal for Tony Romo of which he said has no bearing of fact whatsoever. Now, he says he and Romo have, quote, a do-right rule. Yes, where they I like will this. do right by each other. I like this. And doing right means not going to an NFC East rival. Here's the deal. No Redskins, no Eagles. Can't happen. I have no hatred for the Giants. If that happened, it would suck, but so be it. It cannot go to the Redskins or the Eagles. That can't happen. It's the do-right rule, Jerry. And by the way... I'm with them. That is the do-right rule. I mean, when Herschel Walker was with the Eagles and the Giants, it pained me. I didn't mind it with the Giants again as much. The Eagle thing was just like, come on. But he wasn't really a cowboy cowboy the way but her, no. Tony Romo is. Herschel Walker, though, for me, for the few years he was in Dallas, I loved every minute of watching him play. We've done this before. You know, when Herschel was here. Right. This discussion. Your love of Herschel. But that, yeah. did, that did bother me, yes. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, a couple of other stories from the NFL, the NBA, and Boomer and Carton, top of the hour on the It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, a couple minutes till the top. Boomer and Carton on a Monday morning. A couple of quickies. Al Warriors beat the Knicks 112-105. The Garden did something that was very bizarre. They had a the, uh, silent first half. There were no videos on the board, no music during the game. Draymond Green just destroyed destroyed them uh, for it. So kind of interesting. Uh, also, of no, yeah, the spring training baseball with the Mets and the Cardinals and Yohannes Cespedes injuring his quad because of the wind, uh, but should be fine after a couple of days. Uh, football, we were doing the Jerry Jones, Tony Romo stuff before the break. Also, you found this interesting story about Arian Foster and something, quite frankly, I'd like to see. So Arian Foster was on Twitter uh, over the weekend, and he was talking about how he wants to go camping, but he's afraid of wildlife. Yeah. Which I can totally understand. Most people are. But then he got to thinking that he probably could beat up a wolf. And his rationale, he was, it was a lot of tweets about this. His rationale was that he weighs more than a wolf. Mm. And a wolf does not have thumbs. Thus, a wolf could not grab him, but he could grab a wolf. Right, maybe a wolf could eat him. Well, he feels like that by grabbing the wolf by the neck, he could disable its mouth and the wolf with no thumbs can't do anything else. Right. He also said that he grew up in a neighborhood with a lot of pit bulls, and he yeah, felt the go. same way about that. So if he could beat up a pit bull, he could beat up a wolf. The interesting thing about this story is it's actually got some legs to it and that people were giving him, uh, they were backing his story. At first, it seemed kind of ridiculous. Yes. And then you see, actually, as we talk to think about it, and I'm starting to feel you have that sense, too. Yes, I feel like I'm with him. What would he, you do if you were in the wilderness with a wolf? Um, I would probably play dead, like they say, <laughs> and hope that, it wouldn't. That would be your answer? It, just roll over, play dead, and hope it just kind of goes I want to see way. my mommy, please. <laughs> That's not going to help them. They do say to do that if you see a bear when you're hiking, that you play, play dead. dead. 
Yeah, how about we don't hike where there are bears? Why wouldn't a bear want a dead person? You could still eat it. It's still dead carcass, right? Yeah. I would think it's easier for the bear. Then someone asked uh, Arian Foster about a tiger, which also does not have thumbs, Jerry, and he said he couldn't beat up a tiger because of the weight differential. So so it's all about the weight. It's all about the weight and lack of thumbs. But why does that? I don't understand if you still choke it out. <laughs> you get your hands yeah, around it its out. neck. T- tiger neck a lot bigger. Understood. And they're stronger. So and then, much bigger. That would be out there. Yeah, that would be out. Right. And then, Jerry, I don't know how you pronounce this guy's name, Yusef Nurkic. Yusef Nurkic. Yeah, he, he plays on the— from the Nuggets to the Blazers. He plays on the Trailblazers. He right. wore a T-shirt. I want to see if you would ever do something like this. No. He wore a T-shirt with his girlfriend's no. face on it. No. And the T-shirt says, if you can read this, you're too close. He has a girlfriend. Grow a set. How about that? Of what? You know. Basketballs? Oh. Boomer and Craig Listen to March Madness.